Camper. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey, happy campers. How's it going? Hey there, thanks for tuning in to our special pre-holiday episode. Yeah, so we just wanted to let you guys know that uh, we will be taking off Christmas and New Year's as they are both on Sundays. Yeah, and we're exhausted. We tired. So we're going to take a rest hour, if you will. A quiet rest hour, a kind of a, a slow, quiet talking rest hour. So you can play jacks, you can read a book, write a letter home. Spend time with your loved ones. Yeah. Or catch up on old episodes of Happy Campers. That would be the best use of your time, I think. Most likely. So I just wanted to let you know, Christmas and New Year's, we will not be releasing any new episodes, but we will be back ready to roll January 8th. We cannot wait. And if you miss us during the time that we're not on the air, uh, you know, feel free to track us down and, you know... Shoot us an emoji. We might respond with another emoji. An emoji. We will be posting some fun stuff on Instagram, I think. Oh, the gram's going to blow up over... Uh, over Christmas. Over Christmas. Um, yeah. So this episode, we're going to... We There are a lot of people that we end up doing like some extra stuff with that it doesn't make it to the air. And so we just wanted to maybe gather up some games that we've played and... Some stocking stuffers, if you will. Yeah. And uh, give you a little special holiday gift Mm -hmm. it's like instead of getting a piece of mail at camp we're giving you a package and it's full of candy and j14 magazines teen pop teen pop wow tiger beat tiger beat and maybe the new yorker if that's what you're into that's what you're into if you like the new yorker if you're more of a rory gilmore kind of camper Mm -hmm. we dig that we like that and please enjoy these combination of mini episodes mash up mix 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 mash <laughs> hey welcome to our mini episode it's gonna be a fun little mini one here it is uh so we have our good friend of the podcast eric tanner back with us thanks for hanging around eric and Oh, keep going. Oh, you want me to chime in? Say there? hi. Oh, yeah, it's a pleasure. Hey. It's just it's nice to to be here and actually have Allison be able to participate. Hey, yeah. I'm Eric's cousin. If you forgot, <laughs> our wonderful producer, Allison Caden. Yeah. yeah, I'm Allison's cousin. She's not. You know, it's it depends on the order of operations. She's far more important than I am. I'm yeah. his one and only girl cousin out of. I'm seven. not out of seven cousins. Wow, I'm the only girl. So that's special. You won the genetic lottery there. I think. Yeah, she got all the great hand-me-downs that are super fashion-forward. Uh, moms and aunts. Yeah, moms, aunts, grandmas all had. Great. Some, uh, some great fake jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool, awesome. So, Eric, we didn't talk about this in your episode, but you went to, or we talked about it a little bit, but you went to Winnebago, right? That is correct. It's an all-boys camp in Maine. All boys camp, very similar to your camp, Camp Walden. Yeah. My mom went to Walden. and That's how Allison got to Walden. That's how, well, yeah, and that's how Allison became the adopted daughter. (laughs) Um, 
basically my mom said that she wanted to send her three boys to camp, obviously, but had to go to a camp that had like when she was growing up, the boys who she liked went to one of these three camps. So it was either Kennebec, which is closed, Androscoggin or Winnebago. Uh, and my cousin, Peter, Allison's brother, uh, was already signed up for Winnebago. And I was like, I want to go to camp with Peter. So that's how I ended up there. Cool. However, I will say that Eric and his brothers know quite a lot about Camp Walden. They can sing many of the songs. I think they've been prepped very well to like eventually send potential daughters to Walden. <laughs> um, but th- they're probably the most immersed men in Walden life that I've ever met, which is wonderful. They're actually pretty famous in the Walden world. Yeah, I can badoom badoom with boys. the best of them. Yeah, you can. Uh, I mean, <laughs> my mom had like a 30th bunk 12, you know, your senior year reunion with her Walden bunkmates in the basement of our house when we were growing up in Westchester. <laughs> and at four in the morning, I was woken up three floors above by camp songs. <laughs> and I was just like, I came down for breakfast next morning. I was like, you guys are great. Come back anytime. But just like these songs will haunt my dreams. Or, or it was just like a nice thing to fall asleep to, to like re fall asleep. I mean, I'm sure you guys have like lullaby songs, but these were one of those like stand on the, the table, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dining yeah. hall, like, you know, chicken patty song or whatever. Songs you guys <laughs> chicken write. Patty song. Yeah. We love chicken patty song. She's I mean, a classic rapid fire round for a second like chicken patty is by far the the best camp lunch i know it's a food but i kept asking there was acting like there was some lady named chicken patty (laughs) you know chicken chicken patty chicken patty if only if only that would be the love of my life at at seeds (laughs) patty mayonnaise exists at seeds we had the chicken patty club uh which i was kind of the the starter of and President. Every time, yeah, every time we had chicken patties for lunch, I would like start the dining hall off and I would say like, welcome to the second first session meeting of the chicken patty club <laughs> today for lunch. We have chicken patties <laughs> and I even one day it was like kind of bored. So I wrote the chicken patty gazette uh, with photos of <laughs> tables enjoying their chicken patty lunches from previous. And like the only article was like, Chicken patty, huge success. Voted best meal at camp. Uh, were you like a ketchup on the chicken patties? Mayonnaise, ketchup and mayonnaise. There's like a lot of variations yeah, for I'm that. A, I'm a big ketchup guy. Mm. Um, but I wanted to put some, uh, I put tomatoes and lettuce on there to like I did too. You have to have a crunch. Get the crunch. For color. Get the crunch. And, yeah, and for color. Yeah, I did that too. I, but I was like ketchup and mayo on the chicken patty. What was the Savage. response to this whole gazette thing? Yeah, oh, how'd that go it was, over? Like, oh, this guy's hilarious. <laughs> it was very loved until people noticed, like, 30 typos. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's adorable, the that typos, adorable. Right? I mean, it's just like, I'm not going to proofread a chicken patty gazette. Like, no, it, if it doesn't that comes have typos, with it, like, if you expect wrong. some journalistic integrity, you yeah, need to, you know, move on to the brisket gazette. Like, <laughs> this is true. Oh, brisket, yum. Um, brisket will you play a game cameo. with us, Eric? I would love yeah, to play Yeah, you want to play some Would You Rathers? Boy, do I. All right. We, I wrote some of these. Our friend Hannah LaBelle wrote some of these. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't account for what's in them. Just All as right. a, you know, to provide a visual to your, your loyal listeners here, right now there is a, a large bowl of little strips of paper um, that are being kind of messed around with. <laughs> like, uh, if this is like Halloween theme, like you're steering your brew of, of questions right now. Yeah. This is correct. I can 
I can tell you that is what I was just doing. <laughs> <laughs> and here's our question for you, Eric. Okay. Would you rather be forced to miss the first day of camp or the last day of camp? Uh, last day of camp. Really? Yeah, I'm a, I'm like an emotionless guy. Uh, and like, oh, ladies, no emotion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I've, I've experienced like first days and last days of both at two camps. Uh, the first day and the last day at Winnebago are super anticlimactic. Really? Like, really pretty lame. Um, as you might expect from like a boys camp. Uh, we the, just had a, we just did an episode with a guy from Androscoggin and he said that like guys were crying on the last uh, day of no, camp. No, so guys cry at Winnebago at the final campfire, which is the night before. Okay. The day of like leaving day, everyone's out by like no, 7.30. We're talking more no, about yeah, like, like the, the final last day of actual day. camp. Oh. Where like everything comes to a close yeah. in a ceremony. I still like the first day a lot for both because I'm like, I love camp. So I was like excited to be there. You had so the much first in front of day, you. The first day at Seeds is actually like one of my favorite days ever. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens? I'll remember this forever. Is like when I actually came to camp the first time, you know, I was expecting like a welcome, like Winnebago. You just like get off the bus and like, oh, you're in bunk, whatever. And you just like, you're, you're there. Uh, at Seeds, all of the counselors and whatever campers are there by the time you're there, they kind of stand down the camp road a ways. So to give you the visual, you pull in and you round this bend and then there's like a straightaway that takes you into the center of camp. And we came around this bend and I could see everyone like standing, like peering over to see us come around the bend. And once we did, everyone just started jumping and going crazy. And like you get out and I mean, there's videos of this on YouTube um, and you know, they have like the little like conga line and they have like, they're making the bridge for you that you have to run down. And there's like, 30 people playing drums and like Whoa. going nuts. And it's just like, it's really energetic and exciting. And, you know, for seeds, it's meant to be like, look, you're here now. And like, we're so excited to have you. And like, we're now part of like the seeds community. Um, so even, you know, for me as a staffer and like, I play drums, so I got to like sit at the drum set. So it's like, that's my favorite day by far. Cool. Obviously for you guys, I'm sure you would like, last day of camp like if you had to miss the like 20 hour cry fest it would kill you <laughs> yeah you'd have wow. to cry alone you for really 20 nailed hours it right on the it. head there eric <laughs> that's true that's a tough choice though i mean first day at walden is also pretty pretty special yeah crying on the first day oh it's our last first day everything <laughs> is the last first <laughs> and also like crying alone for like that's like the next three weeks of your life right it's so sad. just like in a dark room <laughs> like you I'm just like got a little a unnerved at, at like how well he gets it. <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, are we doing this for ourselves or like asking each other? Yeah, no way in. This is a discussion. Oh, I mean like I would want to miss the first day for sure. You would. Yeah. Over yeah, the last, last day. Last day, yeah, is, definitely last day the best. is the yeah, best. Critical. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys all made hilarious faces at me when I said I'd rather miss the last day. <laughs> you're like wrong answer. Yeah, you're like, get out. <laughs> all right, let's do another one of these. Do you like that one? You can take another. (laughs) Would you rather have everyone find out that you made out at a social or not have any? We've done this one. Yeah, we did this one in an old The answer is I'd rather have everyone find out that I made out because then it would be like, Were you proud of that? This is a bad one. I want to find a good one. Um, Okay. Would you rather 
have the area where everyone wants to hang out and sits on your bed every day or have like the private area with lots of shelves for your books. Can the public area also have shelves? No, I mean, no like, shelves in the public area. Books are people, Eric. <laughs> people, for sure, 100%. I would much rather have the social area. Um, at Winnebago, the, the shelves are not so much shelves as just like random pieces of plank wood that people decide yep. to put in different places. That's what they are Walden too. Yeah. And some <laughs> were much better than others. Like there were some they that were, like, Oh, that place has good shelves. Yeah. 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 It was like, yo, you're in bunk 26. Go f- first bed on the right. Dope <laughs> shelves. <laughs> Definitely a thing. Yeah. That just reminds me of one of my bunk mates who was a big book fiend and just would bring like a hundred books per summer. And she had her bed located right near a door, a slamming like standard camp porch door. And every time someone left the bunk, all of her like 45 books that were on this one particular shelf would just fall into her bed. (laughs) And she would freak out. And we were just like, you should just keep your books on the floor. Like no one was really like empathetic to her situation. (laughs) And it was just funny that the book girl got put in this area, which like could not, could not sustain her books. But this is the beauty of camp. Like go to the arts and crafts place and like, get a piece of wood and like build either like a shelf protector for the existing <laughs> shelf or like a new book cubby. We're, we're at girls camp. Yeah, Eric. I was like, we, like, like that. we had to put in a request things. with maintenance and they would never get done. <laughs> <laughs> you also presume that we actually like did things at camp. <laughs> no. That's, I do know some things about Walden and I know that there's very little besides singing that goes down. <laughs> We're really good at singing. We're though. a non-competitive like, camp. Oh, softball today? You mean singing at the softball diamond? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, this whole culture of bringing books was. is so fascinating to me because each summer I brought one book and it was, was it the Potter? book that I was assigned for summer reading, oh. and I did not read that book. Oh, there were I a couple a... summers where Harry Potter came out. Yeah, and yeah. It was like, people were like, "You got your edition." Well, no, there were like there were the early adopters. There were the people who like had to be the first one in camp to finish it. Yeah, and then there was the rest of us. Uh, I was a big. I brought a lot of books to camp, and also I was a big Harry Potter kid. And then also when I was a counselor, The Hunger Games, the third book was coming out. Like maybe the. 2011 I think whatever that, that year right. I was a counselor. I'm sure like that's a great book to read in the middle of the woods it is a really good book to read so it was like that was a big thing is that I discovered Hunger Games because all these kids were reading Hunger Games and I just like stole one of their books I was like oh. I think Allison has a question yeah I'll read this one this is semi-related to um, some other themed podcasts we've had but I think that's a good question would you rather be able to go in the lake as your showers for a week or not be allowed to go in the lake at all for a week Allison just tried to hand me the question um okay so I I, the options are lake as your showers for a week Mm -hmm. or not go in the lake at all I mean this is hard because you could have like one of those main weeks where it's like 60 degrees and cloudy the whole time yeah um no, I think I would definitely want the first one. Like, I'd love to just, uh, what's it, Doc Browner's or whatever, the biodegradable soap. Yeah. Uh, like, just do lake showers. That would be a delight. Um, then not go in the lake at all. I will say, okay, this is this might be NSFW for, for the podcast, but... Uh, You've been warned. <laughs> this, I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> one year, uh, this kid... Um, evidently had some like uh, dietary situation going on and something that he did uh, clogged all the pipes at Winnebago. What? Straight up, straight up, everything was clogged. <laughs> and 
it was a mystery. What came out? It was yeah. a mystery like, for two years. It there? Was, okay, it was what came out was nicknamed the Rhino. <laughs> was it like bacon and it wasn't grease? for it wasn't for two years until he like admitted it that it was him, and. Two years later, when he did admit it, he received a standing ovation because it was just like <laughs> amazing. It was just Legendary. like unbelievable. So clogged the pipes. There was no running water in camp. They had to get a whole new septic tank. But that next morning, as like as if it was like some fun like special event, they walked around. And they were like all camp swim in the morning. <laughs> we're gonna go do an all camp swim, and like they were like everyone has to get in. And it was just to make it so that we all peed in the lake because <laughs> there was no water to flush any of the toilets at camp. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say that's such that feels like such a boys camp thing. But to be honest, like there were a lot of gross lake situations yeah. at our camp. And I imagine lots of other camps as well. But um, when we went back for our 100th camp reunion last year, my whole bunk was just like, we really miss utilizing the lake as a shower. Like if you had a swim activity during the day, it was like, why shower? Like it was just great to jump in a cool lake and like you felt clean, even though you definitely like hadn't really done the work. So we really miss that. I still miss that. I wish there was a lake in New York City I could jump into. I love lake swimming. And at Seeds, actually, we have some problems with hygiene because there isn't, like, a defined, like, shower day or, like, you have to take a shower or whatever. Um, and, you know, kids are running around, and they're not used to it, and they're all, like, 15 to 16 years old and don't know what they're doing. And so we do keep, like, biodegradable soap at the swim docks so that when it is general swim, people are like, oh, you know, I don't feel like swimming today. And we're like, dude, you should you should probably go swimming today. <laughs> and also, by the way, here's this bar of soap. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> and, you know, it, the swimming is even, like, more fun. The water's warmer if you put soap on and then go is in. Is that true? Mm. No, no, of course not. Hmm. That's, like, a myth when it's, we... It's warmer if you pee. Yeah. When we tried to get kids to go in the lake in the morning and, like, when we talked canoeing, we would just be like, it's warmer if you get in. It's, okay. like, not at all. Also, back to your story of wanting everyone to pee in the lake at once... It's boys camp. Can't you all just like go disperse in the woods and yeah, pee on that's stuff? that's true. I would have much preferred that it was freezing that day. Yeah, that's a really good question. Thank you, Sammy. Can't girls just go in the woods too? Yeah, we have, have to, to squat. Like, we get squat. stuff on our backs. Yeah, I mean, like I get that, but like it's still physically possible. Well, no and one clogged our did. pipes. There were girls that peed <laughs> all over Walden. <laughs> uh, do you want to pick one, Eric? Oh, yeah. And then I'm, I'm asking you guys this one. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have campfire or a lobster lunch? It's so hard. That's so... I mean, it's easy for me, again, as like the non-singing person, although I'm sure you guys have a song for lobster lunch oh as God, well. Lobster lunch was so much fun. Lobster lunch was a serious thing. We would do all these cheers surrounding it. Yeah. And it was like you either were a person who was diehard lobster. So wait, we should preface this by saying that every year at Walden we had lobster lunch. One it was like time you got lobster camp. over the summer and you just sign up for it weeks in advance. Yeah, they were going to catch your lobster or something. Same. So we, we, lobster dinner was the night in between. So you could be like an eight-weeker, which most of the kids were, or you could be like a first four-weeker or a second four-weeker. But the night after the first four, the night of like the day that the first four weekers left and the day before the second four weekers would arrive, we would do lobster dinner as like the congrats on being an eight weeker. Uh, You're mature. Yeah. And, uh, I got it the first year and I got it the second year and the second year it was not good lobster. Oh. And like I threw up everywhere and it turns out that like 
40 kids were oh my God. doing that. Oh, that's a bad story. So then I got the chicken for the rest of my camp career. Oh, you had chicken? So ours, it was like, it's like towards the end of camp and you your options are lobster, hamburger, veggie burger. Mm-hmm. And it's like evolved into this thing where like you come into the dining hall dressed as what you're going to eat. <laughs> And there's like a huge, there's like a huge, you're like a cow or a vegetable or a lobster. And there's a huge, most of the camp gets lobster. And there's like a huge rivalry between all of the various foods. One of the cheers is, come on, let's eat eat. lobster meat. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Just very direct. I can can officially say that um, I believe my age group started that tradition um, because we got in a lot, we all, we were really hardcore about lobster lunch. Like it was one of our favorite traditions at Camp Walden. So our final summer, we decided we were going to wear all red. And like, I remember my exact outfit and we go to the dining room and we got in a lot of trouble for it. They were like, no one said that you could wear like non-uniform. And we were like, well, we don't care. It's our last summer anyway. It's like four days before camp ends. Like what's going to (laughs) happen? But then like every subsequent summer, it became like a bigger and bigger thing. And when I went back as a counselor, I was like, whoa, I cannot believe like the level. Walden is a non-competitive camp and I'm sure we've talked about this before. This is maybe the most competitive or like weirdly like, yeah, I don't know, that we get throughout the entire summer. It's like the lobster kids, the hamburger kids, the veggie kids. And like the mean cheers come out where we're like, we are food, best of all, best of all, you are yes. food, worst of all. Like it gets very, very competitive. So like I adore so, campfire, but I like might go for lobster lunch. I might go for lobster lunch too. Lobster lunch as insane. well. It's yeah. an insane day at Walden, but I absolutely love it. So that surprises me because, A, like, I didn't know that lobster lunch was, like, an, a legit thing. I thought it was, like, would you rather have a campfire or just, like, eat lobster? <laughs> um, so now I get it. But I was expecting all of you guys to be, like, campfire. campfire. I mean, we love campfire uh, so We do love no, campfire. I, I, don't I, get I, us wrong. I mean, we don't – we had lobster dinner, and we had campfires every Sunday night. Between those two, definitely campfire because yeah. you can't get food poisoning at campfire. <laughs> um, but we had campfire back every to Sunday the original question, or at least how I interpreted it, would I rather go to a campfire or like go have lobster? Yeah. I'd rather have lobster. Uh, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we want to do one, one, last, one, one last one? One last one. Last one. Would you rather know every word to every camp song or clear all of them out and do something productive with that brain of yours. <laughs> <laughs> every Winnebago camp song or every Walden camp song, which he already knows every word to. Uh, I, I would love to eliminate the Walden camp song. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong <laughs> answer. Uh, no, because then I would just be able to learn them fresh again. <laughs> um, They're so fun to have in the back of your head. They are. They are. Um, I don't know. Uh, it seems it's like kind of it's it's a weird question because like the camp songs are completely irrelevant to like my day to day life. Yeah. But I do still remember all of the Winnebago camp songs and like, you know, maybe surprisingly for a boys camp, we had a lot of them um, and I still remember them and I still like them. Uh, if I could get rid of one song, it would for sure be the Seeds of Peace theme song. And I hope everyone at Seeds is listening to this because that song is an abomination and deserves to never be sung again. Is it just really catchy and annoying? Oh my God, it's horrible. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I can't sing. I play drums. Uh, But it's, I am a seed of peace, a seed of peace. 
a seed of peace. Oh, it's boring. I <laughs> am a seed, a seed of peace. And they say it like four times. Oh like it I keeps, fell asleep it keeps going. That's part. real rough. It's terrible. And it's like all in this gross minor key and like no one sings it well. And it's just embarrassing if you're like in the presence of other human beings to be singing it. And it's just like, there are so many unbelievably talented, like musical counselors that have come through seeds and have like written cool songs. Please, someone just change the goddamn song. (laughs) Um, I just want to say something about this particular Would You Rather, because I could certainly use some more brain space. Like half of my brain is taken up by Walden songs. (laughs) Um, But it actually has a really practical use. So I did a really long three week like walk hike a couple years ago and it would be like eight hour, nine hour days of just walking. And I could basically count out an hour through just Walden songs. Like I knew that if I sang from like this year's song through that year's song. Yeah. It was in my head. What? We're in the Camino? Yeah, I did the Camino de Santiago. And I, I love that idea of you in Spain singing these Walden songs. <laughs> I like, mean, it's true. I, I have like documentation. Like I was like, today I sang this song through this song. And it was like 25 minutes of walking. And I still do that when I run I, now. You, we were in a, like, a counselor email chain at the time that you were doing mm-hmm. that. And you wrote to us. And you were like, guys, these Walden songs are getting me through this walk. I remember that. That's true. So I really do think it serves like a practical use. I'll be on a road trip with uh, with my sister, and we're just like sitting in traffic, and I'm like, uh, Walden songs, <laughs> and we'll sing for a long time, or I'll be like, twenty questions, Walden style. <laughs> so this is like a little non sequitur, and I'll, I'll keep it quick. But to Allison's point about like keeping time through camp, I do this literally all the time. Um, so I always thought that like time was at its absolute slowest in my life when I was on like an overnight camp trip time just the days are so long and so if there's something that i'm like looking forward to so you know say there's like a concert i'm really excited about or like a trip that i'm really excited about i can't wait for um you know if it's eight nights away in my mind i tell myself like that's one allagash away (laughs) and if it's like six days five nights i'm like that's one saint croix river trip away um and i like think of time in that because when i was on the trips I'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to go back to camp. Like, get me out of here. It's so buggy. And I'd be like, only, you know, one Moose River trip left to go. That's That's adorable. That's a cool way to think about it. I was also thinking when you were talking about, like, the practical use of songs, is that one of the things that camp has given me is the ability to write a song to any tune possible. Like... I, when I was in law school, I was in this thing called Law Review, which was like, it's like a variety show about being in law school. And I wrote at the last song that the last year that I was in it, I wrote like the opening song, the ending of act one song and the closing song of the whole show because by myself, because I was so like, I could take any song and like put lyrics to it. I think that's genetic because (laughs) I was at a corporate training uh, when I was working at GE Capital and we had to do a skit about, uh, we were doing an egg drop competition to do like team dynamics. Yeah. And we had to do a skit. I hate those egg drop things. (laughs) I never figure it out. They stink. Uh, And we had to do a skit about it. And so like all the other groups were doing like kind of lame, like skits talking about like the, you know, workplace efficiencies that they use to like make this egg drop or whatever. And I rewrote the lyrics to jump around. Uh, yeah. 
to be drop it down for the egg. Um, and we won. But Obviously. I definitely like get that from being around my mom who will write pithy songs about virtually anything. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was going to say, like, growing up in our family, like, almost every occasion, particularly, like, bigger birthdays, 60th birthdays, anniversaries, et cetera, like, I think my aunt and my mom will write a song for that. And it's, That's like, so really nice. easy. Like, Peggy, Eric's mom, has a rhyming dictionary, like, basically on call at all times. <laughs> She's, like, ready for it. That's so great. Yeah. She she loves that stuff. <laughs> Like, if there's anything that she, like, did at Walden or, like, reminds her of Walden, that's, like, all she cares about. Great. And, of course, she had three boys. I know. It's like the Peggy Tanner curse. She, yeah, she she cried. (laughs) (laughs) Lastly, I'll say that we um, adore our, my younger cousin, his brother, Robbie, and he's a wonderful addition to our family, but... I remember finding out that he was a boy and I said, do doctors make mistakes <laughs> and can they put him back? Um, oh and I think we God. all were a little upset, but then while Robbie is like the coolest kid ever and we're so happy he exists. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Allison says addition to the family. He's 22. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a new thing guys. Yeah, no, but no, Allison was upset. I think Peggy cried. Um, but Robbie in fairness to him, did try to make it up to both Allison and Peggy and is basically the closest a male is going to get to being a Walden. Yeah, he took it on the cuff. Did you guys think about being male counselors at Walden? Not for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Like, look, I I respect everything that Walden does. I think Walden's an amazing place. If I have a daughter, I'd love to send her to Walden. But you guys are just like a whole basket of crazy going on. (laughs) Thank you. We take that as a compliment and we'll be wrapping up this episode. we'll end on that note. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, guys. Day's done. Gone the sun. Bye. Hey everyone. So uh so we decided to, you know, chat it up and, and give you a little bit of camp love. Joined by my co-host Sammy. What's up? And our good friend Katie Gilman. Hello. Anyway, so Katie here is fresh off the bus, we say, uh, <laughs> meaning that she only, it's been 10 days. Yeah, it feels like a century. It's ago. been about a century since she finished uh, her summer up in Maine, and she's back, and I guess I have a question. Just, what's it like adjusting to like the most intense city in the world after being in the woods for you know two months you really had an opportunity to throw in a hamilton reference there the greatest city in the i world. haven't seen it yet <laughs> i just entered the lottery again this morning all right so this transition back was actually pretty tough because my parents like to come visit me in maine right after camp so coming off of a summer where you're exhausted and you just want to close the door then going on family vacation is a bit of a challenge but we made it through. It was fine. Oh, they did it this year? They came up oh, okay. and met me in Maine. We Where'd you guys go? What'd you do? What'd you we hike? We basically went on seashore. We went up <laughs> to Bar Harbor, and we biked around Acadia Park, and I think we skipped Booth Bay. Anyway, we just had a Maine, a Maine four days. Then I came home, and all of the counselors who were traveling around were still in the city and slept on my floor, which was a lot <laughs> you of have Walden. <laughs> I love your apartment, but there's not room for more than one other person in that there apartment. There were three in a queen-size bed, two on an air mattress on the floor, 
and one on a different air on mattress. The sh- oh, <laughs> on the no one there's on no the couch? couch anymore. Oh, you my took parents it out. took it out over the summer <laughs> <laughs> so that I can get a smaller couch that fits in my apartment. <laughs> so no couch, literally sleeping on the floor. So that was a bit of a rough transition home. And I still feel like I haven't recovered. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like a transition. And then you're it going back to school like more, real quick. Yeah, hey, I already started work. Really? I had three days this week. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, this the kids are back in school. Podcast anymore? No. Whatever. Um, We're just like enjoying our lives. Okay. We're living our best lives. Okay, it's S- just teacher days this week. Okay, got it. So uh, <laughs> we part of what we want to bring to this podcast is camp artifacts and. Uh, if you have any, you should send them to happycamperspodcast at gmail.com. But we have a few so or far. Or tweet at us. Or tweet them at us, happycamperspod, at happycamperspod. Um, we have a few letters and things and uh, that Katie's going to read some funny letters for us and uh, maybe tell some stories and we'll just hang out for a little while. Speaking of artifacts, what do you do when a child loses a tooth at camp? Because they always hand them to their... No. They always <laughs> Why do I feel like I aged out I of that I thought this was a riddle. I no. <laughs> the kids hand their teeth to the counselors. <laughs> no matter what you're doing. I think I lost a tooth at camp. And you probably gave it to your counselor who was like, what do I do with this? That you have to do the... T- they give... I remember. I actually do remember. You got one of those... The nurse had those little, like, plastic, tiny treasure plastic chests. treasure chests. And you put it under... You put your tooth in it. You mm-hmm. put it under your pillow. And then uh, the tooth fairy came and gave you soda money. You so, guys still... So that the rest of your teeth could fall out. You guys still have your teeth? Uh, actually, yes, I do. My mom recently... My this is so mine. weird. Like, uh, maybe a year ago, my mom was, like, cleaning out a drawer or something, and she, like, handed me this envelope and was like, here, take this home. And I was like, what is this? And I open it, and it's just full of my baby teeth, and it's really weird and gross. And now I have it in a drawer. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? I have a tiny pillow that you think would be like a tiny princess pillow, and inside the pillow is a little pocket. And inside that pocket... All of my teeth. <laughs> and it's my so mom tried weird. to like, take what them, you... but I wanted to keep them. And I don't think it's weird. I think it's super cool. I think that's better than having yours in like a random envelope in a drawer. That's what I have. Yeah, like I have if like anyone a ever snoops, if anyone ever snoops in my drawers, they're gonna be like a envelope of baby teeth. Caden is giving some hilarious facial expressions she's probably Um, (laughs) anti-teeth well so actually we have a tooth fairy program at walden now it's a whole program so is the tooth fairy and the inspection fairy the same person no yes we have multiple fairies Mm. at walden so the tooth fairy is whichever counselor receives the tooth from the camper (laughs) they put a little light up bug under the kid's pillow and a tattoo that says i lost a tooth at walden However, we still don't know what to do with the actual tooth. Oh. So sometimes we mail them home. Mail them home. (laughs) Sometimes they stay in the assistant director's file cabinet. You get a tracking number on the tooth. (laughs) You get like a receipt of delivery. Someone's like, how much does this weigh? (laughs) One kilo. That's a heavy tooth. That's like the biggest tooth. (laughs) It's a giant tooth. In other... What's a light-up bug? <laughs> it's like a little flashlight thing. Oh, okay. Click. Also, is Walden... A bit, so tattoos are, like, fine? They're not, like, Temporary ooh, bad tattoos influence. tattoos are fine. Yeah. Temp tats? Cool. Yeah, I mean, we don't tattoo those like, children. I went to camp, I... and all I got was the stupid tooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, haircuts at Walden. 
sometimes happen when they shouldn't. For gum. So we had a camper giving haircuts this year. <laughs> An 11 Charging money? No charge. Free of charge. Free haircuts. Some were not bad. Some were not good. Um, Wait, so then what did you do to fix them? I think we just sent the kids home with mullet. <laughs> I think that, like, back in the day, like, early, early day, it was, like, the kids got haircuts at camp. Like, you could get a haircut. Like They'd in, bring in a cutter? I don't know. Or, make, like, maybe a counselor do it or the head of camp. Because, you know, um, Weiss? the daddy song that's, like, her oh. feet a little broader, her hair a little sh- shorter. I mm-hmm. asked someone about that once. I was like, why would her hair be shorter? And they were like, they used to give haircuts at camp. Seems unnecessary. I know, like why? It's like eight weeks of your life, but like whatever. Um, Sometimes counselors have to do it for gum or goopy toys or whatever, and a kid comes home with new bangs that they didn't have before that are not in the right place. (laughs) Are retainers and palette expanders still things? Do they still get lost constantly? They don't tend to get lost as much. Do you remember the palette expander though? When like the counselor have to like. Oh, I had one. It was like a prank. It was a medieval torture device that was inserted into the mouths of middle Nine schoolers <laughs> yeah and it was like to prepare them for braces for braces yeah and it was like this thing that sat in the roof of your mouth and he, there was a crank it was literally like it was a key a little key and it like went into the crank and like my dad usually did it i never did it at camp but they had to like stick their the key in the thing in the middle of your the roof of your mouth and crank it and then it would like expand your palate like yeah. it would move it out a little bit it's and basically it like, like foot binding but in the it's mouth just and the literally <laughs> torture device like it was the worst and then i would have a headache for the rest of the day but i threw my retainer away at camp one summer bunk 11 it Mine tends grew mold. to happen oh <laughs> did you yep. did you continue to use it is it yep. is the one you still use today retainers are thousands of dollars of course i could <laughs> yeah i wore mine last night i gave up wearing mine all right do you want to read a letter yes i do okay all right This one's from memory. I was a counselor. It was my first summer. I lived with the youngest girls. They were nine. We had a particularly precocious one who didn't love being at camp. We had this letter sitting around in the entryway of our bunk, and it was hanging around for about a week, and it was addressed to President Obama at the White House. What year was this? 2009, so he was just freshly in office. So um, we decided to open this letter, the co-counselors and I, because it didn't get sent. It didn't have a stamp on it. Nothing like that. She didn't know the address? No, she had the address. So she just found her. Yep, Pennsylvania. She just, I think, either forgot to send it or just wasn't quite sure she was ready. So we opened it up. Didn't have a stamp. Dear Mr. Obama, my counselors are the worst <laughs> living beings in the world. Please have them fired. Love from, I will not say her name. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> I don't think Barack knows about Walden. I don't think he does, and I don't think he would have time in his day to fix this problem. And I still work there, so he, he's all work. about he's all about that problem solving. Though I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> we never saw what happened. He'd probably be into like the twenty five person camp meeting discussion. He, oh my God, Barack Obama would love camp meeting. He'd be more such a good than male anyone counselor. else. He would be the what best would he teach? What would he teach? Oh, he'd be camp president. <laughs> Duh, he would be camp president. What would Barack Obama Odd teach? Out. No, something that like basketball, you know, he I loves basketball. Know. Um, I feel like he's a land sports guy. Yeah, maybe an archery guy. Maybe too. Like I bet you he's a big archer. Ooh, a Ooh, sneaky drama yeah, guy. Probably, yes. Ooh, maybe he'd be the, the director of the of the oh, camp the plays. Theater. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. He loves kids. Like I've seen like a billion BuzzFeed articles lately being like 
Obama loves children. Yeah, we'll he miss loves you. To, read to them. Yeah, he does. Well, so, you know, he might be looking for a new job soon. Yeah, I mean, so. you know what? He's uh, the house that he's moving into is like very close to my between my office and my house. So maybe I'll stop by and see if he's interested. Maybe we'll you, get you're him hiring. You said he didn't. Yeah, we are hiring. Actually. Okay, great. So um, uh, Barack, if you're out there, you you need a new summer job. Hit us up. I have a couple more stories. These are not from letters. Hit us. Hit okay. us. So this summer, in a push to be healthier, we did not offer white bread at camp during meals. But there was uh. wheat. There was sourdough, which looked like white and tricked all the campers, which was fantastic. <laughs> sourdough is amazing. Was a pumpernickel, pumpernickel swirl that the kids did not touch. Hold also, on. no I, toaster, right? I yes, have, toasters. Oh, I have a serious question. Yes. What did you make the grilled cheeses with? Whole wheat. Whoa. On both sides, Might not as well one just side not of make each. It. <laughs> Do you remember those? Mind blown. Okay, so this little girl, very picky kid, is having a bit of a temper tantrum. She's 11. She's a little old for it, but she's very cute, so she's getting away with it. Mm-hmm. The counselor asks her, What's wrong? She goes, I just want white bread. And the counselor said, But, you know, the wheat almost tastes the same. She goes, No, I just want white bread because it tastes good in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, I'm with this girl. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand just, where it does taste good in your mouth. Tastes good in the. I mouth. mean, chocolate tastes good in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where else things would taste good. Um, all not, right, not then. coming out the other end. <laughs> Same kid. Her counselors threaten that the camp director will come in to her bunk at night if she's not quiet. And the specific wording was, "If you make a sound, she'll come in." Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So I go in. This little girl's having yet another mini tantrum. I say, what's wrong? And she goes, my counselors told me that if I make a sound, the director's going to come in and I was going to make a sound. <laughs> like <She> intentionally <laughs> make a sound? Yeah. Her older sister was singing taps that night and she said her older sister was going to come by and knock on the window. And when she did that, the little one was going to make a sound. She like a peep? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like what sound she was she going to make? She didn't say she was going to talk. She just was going to make, make a oh, sound. Oh, maybe she was going to fart. Okay. <laughs> girl, now, are there more things about this girl? No, that's it. I'm done. Okay, so based on what we know about her, which is that she doesn't really know how to communicate about sounds <laughs> and things. I don't understand that story. And that she has a passion for white bread and how things feel and taste in her mouth. What do we and think in 10 to 15 years is she going to be doing with her life? 10, 15 years Let's or like project her career and like life forward. Uh, I think she's going to be gluten intolerant. PhD. <laughs> a PhD in like nutrition and, and also like audio engineering. <laughs> audio engineering. Can you get a PhD in audio engineering? Yes. <laughs> Anything's <Definitely>. possible. <laughs> uh, if you have one, help us out with the sound for the podcast. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, can we talk about a, a really exciting thing in the news? Yeah. Uh, how about the fact that Obama named Katahdin oh, a yes. national park? It was already a national park. He actually named it a national monument. Oh, my God. Him and his monuments. <laughs> I know. I he love loves it. the monuments. Um, but, yeah, it's like the the largest one that was uh, the largest monument ever named. It's like 7,000 acres or something like that. Mm. Does uh, that mean they have to have a ton of, like, park rangers policing it at all times? N- I don't know. I think it just means that it's going to be, like preserved it's already a national park so i don't think that that uh like there are already park rangers in place um baxter state park katahdin yeah yeah it's not easy but how long a drive from denmark maine it's like six six hours hours. 
my God. Yeah, it's it's not close. But we all climbed that mountain. That's a big, that's an exciting thing. That is true. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, I, I, that's one of the things that I think about when I think about camp, like things that I would not have done, like climb all those mountains. Jump off a climb bridge. I just wouldn't have mountain. There we go. Eat the sound of music. <laughs> were you in it? Yeah. Who were you? A nun and a Nazi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't wow. think either of them had names besides, like, number four. There were four Nazis in the play? Oh, there are plenty. How many nuns? There are a lot of Nazis, but I'm actually, like, surprised that Ms. Hers was like, yeah, cool, go ahead with the Nazis, great. I mean, it's hard to have that play without them. Yeah, but they could be more of, like, a, a offstage presence, I feel like. I don't know that they need to be. I think our jackets had swastikas Or, like, oh, God. Or Rolf, I guess Rolf is, like, mm-hmm. a character, a serious yeah. character. They did it again this summer. It was very good. Love that one. That's a good one. All right. Uh, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I let's just, wrap it up. I just did the... Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, Katie, for being here. Thanks for having me again. Let's do some social media. Happycamperspodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at happycamperpod. Or uh, tag us on Instagram at happycamperspodcast. Or if you run into us on the street, you can just give us a big hug. Yeah totes if you know what they look like because you're (laughs) listening to them only (laughs) all right peace out everyone bye our theme song was written recorded and sung by the very talented steffi copeland